that and be like, uh, yeah, shit's weird. Um, Agnes is just gonna um, look up from like her bowl of cereal as she just sees everything. Oh, I'll send a picture in that group chat too of the house. Just like a oh, just to demonstrate, I guess. Sorry, I lost words for a second there. It's okay. fine. Yeah, I thought I was muted, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, oh, I did it in stream. Uh, so, so uh, is yeah, there they, anybody oh. that's going to uh, immediately respond to the text message in regards to going straight over there? Uh, or does anybody want to do anything before they go over there? Yeah, I'm going to head over. Okay. And I respond to the text. Are you going to take Natalia with you? Because you crash out on your couch or are you just gonna leave it there? Well, she can go. Okay. Oh, I'll wake her up and ask if she wants to go. Hey, you wanna go break in somewhere? Yeah. I think she's just gonna roll over and look at you and just like like just like blurry eye, just like it's it's me talking to a chorus. Like <laughs> Alright. And she starts like grabbing for her phone and um she probably sends a couple like like butt dial sort of like text to the to group chat <laughs> trying to like wake up. Like, yeah, that's good. Okay. All right. And it's, it's supposed to say on OMW, so on my way, but it's like Z P U. Like, <laughs> something even cursed like that. Oh, no. <laughs> and yeah, she'll go with, she'll go with Theo. All right, cool. Straight up, when you get here, uh, Chris already has like a cup of coffee from like the little mini coffee maker he has in the bus, <laughs> and he's just sitting there, kind of like you know how a bus, like old school buses have like, or actually, every school bus that would be around right now has like the emergency back door. He's just basically tailgating out of that right now, waiting. <laughs> She basically just takes yours out of your hand and starts drinking it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, fine. Here, you can have it. Oh, no, I was talking about Chris. Oh. She takes it out of Chris's hand. <laughs> wow, Google Meets. Christmas Day. You should, you, yeah. I just have to ask, um, does Theo blush as soon as... Uh... <laughs> Sorry, I can't even get it all out. Uh, does Theo blush uh, as soon as that happens? As soon as Chris's coffee cup uh, your sibling's <laughs> lips? He's super pale, so yeah, he blushes at everything. And like, Chris is basically just wearing like a t-shirt and jeans. He looks like he just rolled out of bed. His hair is an absolute mess because he was just prepped for a day of doing other shit. It's so sexy. Um, <laughs> actually, he's probably like one hand was drinking coffee and the other hand was trying to comb through his hair because it's a problem. Um, I'm, just picture, I'm just picturing that you're about to take a sip and tell he's like, no, mine, and just like takes it and drinks it. And then from the side, he's just like, yep, saw that coming. <laughs> Pulls out another bug. <laughs> coffee maker conveniently only makes two cups. <laughs> 
she's a raccoon. What can I say? She's like, no, I know. <laughs> Absolute little trash goblin. Oh no. With the little robber hands. <laughs> Did you know? Random raccoon fact. Sorry, distracting. Uh, that raccoons actually like have really high senses in their fingertips, and that's why they touch everything in water and like wash things because the water helps amplify yeah. the, the sensitivity in their fingers. So that's why they have villain fingers all the time. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay, makes sense. And that's why uh, certain like paw traps are absolutely terrible for them. Oh, yeah. That makes it even worse. Alright, back to the happy Griffin. Sorry. I just thought about that and I was like, oh, that makes so much more sense. Ow. Today on Routes Unknown, we have depressing facts about raccoons. I had a happy, cool fact. Thank you very much. It was a cool fact. I turned it depressing and that's just what Agnes does. Back to the gay feels. <laughs> that's how she feels. Back to the, back to the gay binding. Let's, let's yeah. Back to the get gay back to that. Uh, <laughs> I mean, I don't even know if Agnes. Um, Agnes is going to try and head out. Um, if her uncle stops her, then she'll just go around another way. That's it. So. Um, yeah. No, you have no. She will take there. the horse if she has to. Uh, yeah, you have no issue getting there and joining everyone else. So, in a hilarious, like, early morning, just tired parody of the meme, there's a point where, like, he finishes combing his hair and then just pulls out the shotgun and starts cleaning it and then starts loading it and just looks over at y'all as you roll up and says, House is rotated. <laughs> oh, is that what's wrong with the photo? Oh, hold on, let me look at it again. Oh, I should probably just. Yep. The house is done turned. <laughs> How? So none of the neighbors and none of um and the officers the the. I forgot the term that I used for them because they're not officers. Agents. Agents. Thank you. Um, the agents and the um, neighbors all none of them seem to really notice like they're not really freaked out they're not really paying attention to the fact that the house is rotating but uh, yeah house is turned why why wouldn't that happen of course that would happen I think it's probably just going to sit there and just drink the coffee and just be like, yep. Well, only one way to figure out what's up, I guess. Hey, guys. And he just, like, flags out one of the agents and starts walking over there. He says, hey, um, any of you find a tumbler inside the house about yay big was originally black, would have been covered in, like, dust and potentially, like, brick chunks. Oh no. You're asking about your coffee cup? It was a good cup. Leave me alone. Hey, there's a weirdo over here with uh, other people. They're asking about items from inside the house. Uh, they're not one of the residents. Um, what do we do? Question while 
things are being asked, can I eventually just be like, see, that's my cue, put down the coffee mug and like instantly get into like mode and like try to do like a run around and like try to climb, like shimmy up the back ways. Oh yeah. Um, <laughs> are you going to go like up the block and walk the path behind the houses that's near the woods? Or are you going to try and just like cut up between the houses? Cut up between the houses. Right. The other way sounds too long. <laughs> Let's go ahead and I know I forgot to have something oh. open. Oh gosh, why didn't I write his name down? Was it the uh officer you knew? Or uh, agent you knew? No, I was thinking of the pompous guy that was in the tea shop. Oh, the, oh uh, him? CPS. Hold on, give me five seconds. I'll find it. I'll no, find no, no. It. Before the CPS person. Before he, the CPS. The, the dude that froze who, us to the I chair. I know who Chris is talking about. Uh, the one who did the whole um, strap strap you to the strap us to the seats while they lectured us incessantly, like we were small children and didn't know what we were doing. While y'all are doing that, uh, if I can get a plus cool roll from Natalia, uh, we're going to... I can do that. Yeah. That's a seven. Bork, bork, bork. Okay, so um, this is a... Uh, so act under pressure on a seven to nine. You get a worse outcome, hard choice, or price to pay. Act under pressure? Okay. Um. So, um... This one is on me to make. Uh, so, okay, I'm going to give you the choice between... Um, I can't even think of basically. <laughs> oh, you got something I, I can see in no, your brain. No, uh, Crow's message uh, made me giggle. Um, so basically, uh, you try to hide behind a, a picket, thick, picket fence that's not even a foot and a half tall. Um, and are the agents uh, see you, or um, you manage to get in without being seen, um, but until the rest of the party gets in with you, you won't be interacted with for a little bit due to what's going on inside. I, I, like, the, I like the second one. <laughs> okay. Um, Y'all all look around and realize that Natalia is gone. Also, I put down the coffee mug before I left. Thank you very much. You weren't supposed to see that. That's okay. <laughs> I'm on Twitch too, damn it. <laughs> How many agents are in view? Uh, so there are uh, four agents total, two in the vehicle and two... Uh, on the property uh, the two that are out and they've been rotating like while you've been here they have rotated um, when they get out they walk over they look at devices that are in the ground they like scan them uh, with their phone 
uh-huh. and then they record some data. Um, basically, uh, I, I don't think Theo would pick up on all of the nuances of what's going on necessarily because what they're doing is they're going over with their phone, um, holding it to the ground, and then typing some stuff in and then going to another place the ground, holding their phone down. Um, you can't really see what is on the ground, but uh, they're definitely interacting and doing something. Um, okay. So too many for me to set them all on fire. <laughs> um, instead of setting them all on fire. Uh... Oh, I we never did get that FBI person's name. Uh <laughs> I don't remember writing it down. I wrote down my uncle, but not the FBI person. I feel like he introduced himself and he was just so pompous I didn't bother writing his name down. I didn't bother writing his name down either, I guess. Oh, it's fine. Uh, There's another way to do this. So there's a point where um, Chris very clearly, like, is not armed at this point. He left the shotgun behind. And is just sort of casual clothing and folds his arms. And I think the act of folding his arms would make his um, old military tattoo sort of show a little bit beneath the sleeves of his shirt. And um, he's just going to sort of talk to the guys, but try and gauge if they react to seeing his tattoo at all and see if any of them recognize what he's from. And he's just going to say, you know... I was here a few nights back when the whole mess went down. Uh, yeah, this uh, person seems to think that something happened a couple nights ago. Uh, can, we, can, we, can, can we get a uh, supervisor over here? <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Don't make me do this again in a different genre. Uh. <laughs> wow. Hold on, wait. Hold on, wait. Hold on, wait. I'm having flashbacks um, to my paladin. Uh, Agnes just, like, notes this and sort of just um, leaving the bow in her car. But Carrie and the arrows. She's going to uh, just walk up and pull out from her hip quiver uh, a sort of like little fishing license like booklet but it's not a fishing license but she still folds it out and just hands it over to um, the guy in the window of the van and just very and and just kind of steeples her fingers a bit so uh, what you're looking at there is my license this is a good fellow's home and a good fellow's case so i'm going to have to ask if we could just get a little bit of cooperation thank you they tear it up like confetti you have no authority here we are the authority here And he's slowly, it's, it's, like you could tell that this was a, 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 they were not planning on having to put a vehicle here. This is like the most awkward situation because he's like hand cranking it up. It's like a budget van. 
Um, <laughs> like, so it, it's most like anticlimactic, but like you're just kind of staring at each other as the slowly rolls it up. If these are actually UN agents, I am going to have a talk with their supervisor because we have rules about contact and they should know exactly how to handle good fellows. But no, guess not. Why are we detoured to this house if they're not going to let us in? And that's already probably gotten in. Just looks over and says, uh, I don't know. Listen, sometimes with the UN people, the left hand doesn't know what the right hand is doing. And by sometimes, I mean pretty much all the time. Um, hey, maybe they know something about the tall guy, the big fairy fella. Yeah, actually, how. Listen, how soon till you, till your supervisor gets here? I Just, think the window at this point is, has been rolled up on the van. Uh, the yeah, no, the the window on the van would be rolled up. However, I do believe uh, that uh, Chris was talking to somebody outside the van. Yeah, I, I had just called over whomever was oh. the most available. Um, and I assumed they were the one who called the supervisor, so I was just like, yeah, what's the ETA on your supervisor, just so I know? Can uh, I get an ETA on the supervisor? <laughs> Something clicks and... Uh, Chris's mind, you realize that there may not be anybody on the other side of that radio. There's been no chatter on it at all. It's literally just been him popping back into it. Or talking into it. Uh-huh. I've had like four simultaneous terrible ideas. Um, <laughs> uh, <laughs> where's my D4? Hold on. Oh no. Give, give me the death pyramid. <laughs> death pyramid has spoken. Uh, <laughs> So, I'd like to check, are they wearing any kind of uniform or any kind of identifying markers? Um, sort of. Um, they have what would appear like FBI field agent, like the generic windbreaker and things like that. Um, but there are no letters on them. Um... But they do all have, like, a little patch um, 
you don't recognize it, but there are no there, there's no letter affiliation, but you do recognize the style, um, and it's what that UN division uses in the field. Um, it's basically just like a symbol, uh, and that's supposed to like represent like what part of uh, what they what their affiliation uh, with everything that's currently going on is. Um, but it is not a set of uh, symbols that you recognize. Yeah, so having worked for the UN before, I would assume there are points where, um, you know, Chris had to work sort of in tandem with field agents like this. And, and I would assume it would have been a scenario where, like, the field agents were directing operations and things like that. Um, so would he know if there's any kind of, like, actual, you know, protocol or code to get something sent up the chain with them? In terms of, uh, hey, you get your ass down here to talk with me right now, as just an identifiable thing that would put them into a oh shit situation. I'm trying to be diplomatic about this. Sort of. Um, so basically, if you were to have a, a patch that is uh, affiliated with what's currently going on, um, how do I say this? Basically, they, they change the symbol patches every so often so that people can't, uh, conspiracy theorists can't get an actual, like, lead on what's going on so if you had a correct patch for what is being done now as far as you could tell probably what their patch stands for is something along the lines of like research development or um um sort of like a csi type unit um they're monitoring something they're looking at something they're constantly watching and waiting for something to happen so they're not directly going to be field agents that if something pops off they're definitely going to call somebody and obviously those people are either resting or fueling up or doing something um, because compared to what has been there on site um, it's one vehicle four people versus the multitude of vehicles whole street being blocked off now it's just this house is blocked off. So either they don't see it as a threat, so they're off relaxing, or they've gone... Well, I mean, obviously, that it's that's true to some form for them not to have as many people here. Interesting. Okay. Also out of game right now, I do apologize. Apparently, the notes that I had taken... Um, they're not in my notion and they're not oh, no. where they're supposed to be the other place that I would have put them. So I have no clue what that agent's name was. So I apologize. It's fine. <laughs> it's fine. Agnes's usual route got torn up and that's fine. Oh, by the way, Agnes is going to just go back to her car, pick up the bow and arrows and just trek into the woods behind the house. A probably dumb idea, but she made a deal with the fae creature. How else... How how worse can it get? Well... <laughs> Never ask that question. She always asks that question every time she wakes up. <sighs> okay, so... 
Damn, I'm racking my brain trying to think of things Chris could say that would be like uh, kind of an immediate like hey, get your boss down here. Like, this is obviously requiring higher-up eyes, but something, like, kind of middle pack that isn't going to get the whole street sealed off sort of idea. Shoot, and I just can't think of it. Um, Basically, anything that you would say without, like, even if you said the exact wording that they were looking for, without, without one the of their patch. Symbol, Yeah, without a patch, a symbol showing that you are a part of, the, a part of them, um, they're basically going to look at you as a... Uh, conspiracy so they're going to see you as one of those conspiracy folks and think that you just heard somebody say the right things um, and so they're they're not really going to take it seriously without like the latest set of patches denoting like what part of the team you're on hmm. well that's a bummer um And it is mainly you remember that basically it in the field when you were overseas, it was a little bit different. It was not exactly lax, but uh, due to the high tensions, it was about wording. But you remember yeah. that they said if you ever worked stateside, that it's basically the people that didn't get to go overseas. Um, some of them get a little bit high and mighty because they feel like. Like this is their chance to show that they're, they're that they're all that they can be. Mm -hmm. Now I kind of just want to be rude. Um, <laughs> how close is their van to the house? <laughs> so. Their van is parked like in the driveway, but at the edge of the driveway, like they're using that as a physical barrier so that people will want to walk around and not on the sidewalk right in front. And then on the opposite side of the house, uh, they have some barriers up. So it's basically just they're, they're trying to use that as a physical barrier. Can I just be really petty and box them in with the bus? <laughs> Work. I mean, it would it it would very well work um, because this is this is like the six inch curb. So for them to like back up and then go over, um, or it's bigger than a six inch curb, so it's going to be a bigger drop for them. Um, and do you know that none of them want to pay for the rental fees? <laughs> oh yeah no they're not gonna spend anybody they don't have to screw it um chris just looks at theo and agnes or agnes is already off in the woods i would assume so he just looks at theo and he says uh i'll be right back hold on oh leave me alone all right no no it's fine just be here in case their supervisor actually shows up all right <laughs> says it very loudly and just making eye contact with one of the agents <laughs> goes to the bus and then you hear the engine turn over. And a few seconds later, there's just the shadow of the bus and then as the bus sort of brushes up against the curb or maybe even jumps it a little bit and just completely boxes the bin. And then Parks turns off and he comes out the back door and then closes the back door and locks it. 
so the agent that hey. you've been kind of locked in with, um, like, looks at you, flips the sunglasses part down <laughs> on the glasses, puts in a piece of gum, starts chewing, and then starts fiddling with their radio. Uh, hi. Uh, and they speak a language that none of y'all recognize. Um and you hear sirens off in the distance. Um, but they're not American sirens. They sound like sirens from um, UK movies. Oh no, they're UK sirens. Oh no, it's not the UN, it's Interpol. <laughs> Interpol, no. Oh, I'm gonna ask one of the agents. Hey, what's what's with the sirens? On the off chance that he's gonna tell me what they are, or what they're oh. for. Also, I do want to point out. Um, Chris comes out of the bus basically wearing uh, nondescript, but very clearly like mil spec tack gear. Okay. Like he, he he's got his tattoo on full display now too. By the way. So he just sort of pops out and he says, well, I have a job to do. You clearly have a job to do. We could do our jobs together. Or, you know, I just leave the parking brake on. Well, yeah, that's what I thought. All right, well... Sounds like your supervisor's on the way, finally. So Meanwhile, he's really hoping to tell you who that house already. <laughs> I mean, fair, but Nat's not going to be able to be interacted with us until we get in there, so that's where Agnes is on her way. Oh, yeah. No, I'm aware. This is absolutely a split-the-party moment. I'm just... So speaking we're, of split-the-party, uh, so Agnes... As you get back there, you realize that th there is a window that's open, but you can't see in, even into the, the part that's open. It's just really dark in there. Um, but you do see a hand or, or some fingerprints in the dust. Uh, the backside of the house is completely covered in a layer of dust. You didn't see this on the front part of the house. Uh, but back here, it, the house goes from, like, a white color to, like, a grayish color. Uh. <laughs> yes. Um, Agnes just sends a photo to uh, Chris and Theo. And then... So... Yeah, just like sends a photo of the dusty background or back of the house and sends another one zoomed in on the fingerprints. And then just the very cryptic message of no lights. And then she's just going to walk in by the way of the fingerprints because she's assuming those are gnats. So now if somebody was to come in the same way that you were into this little side room that you're in, what would you do? So 
after Natalia hops in and just like scoots to the side just to stay out of the shadows um, and stays out of harm's way, uh, she, she kind of like you know, here's the window. She'll like step right here, so she's sitting like beside it in the shadow. If she sees someone come through, she'll like automatically like try to put them in a headlock <laughs> and like cover their mouth, their their uh, her hand over their mouth. <laughs> I mean. As I said before, Agnes has a hip quiver, so depending on what side you rush her from, you're going to feel the feathers, like, in your side. Probably. But she's not going to resist. Then she'll realize it's you and then, like, just do, like, a... Like, put her finger to her lips and then, like, let you go. Also... (laughs) It's... The time between when you came in and when Agnes came in is actually pretty short. You barely had time to look through the door and see her um, before Agnes came through the door. And we're going to pop back to everybody outside right quick. Um, And Agnes, I'm going to send you a private chat of what you see. (gasps) Oh, Oh, same things. Uh, so about this time, a armored personnel carrier, sort of. Um, when I say sort of, it, it it looks like a looks like somebody took an SUV and then put like like bolted plating to it. Um, I mean, you know, Chris, you know that this would work. Like, really, nothing's getting through this. Um, but it definitely oh, yeah. was kind of like a, a... This vehicle was not originally built for this purpose. It pops up. Three people in full tactical gear get out. And basically put themselves between... Uh, you in the house. Uh, they are standing off to the side. Like, basically, it's the agent you were speaking to, and then the three of them are more between you and the house than the agent is. Um, and the agent, like, tries to, like, kind of, like, get sort of, like, behind him, and they just, like, push that agent aside. Um, whereas his symbol is kind of like a... Um, it's like an eye... With a magnifying with a mag, magnifying magnifying glass, the symbol that they have on them uh, is an eye with a scythe. Ooh! I'll say, aha! Is this the supervisor? And Chris will just go over, and it'll be like. All right, cool. So somebody finally turned up. Hi. We're with the Goodfellows and also, you know, associated private contractors for this kind of work. We have a job investigating the house. No need to step on each other's toes here, but... um... With that tattoo on your arm, you should know that they have no authority here. And with those patches on your chests, 
you should know that in Hexwood, you only have the authority they let you. Must have been a while for you. Because once the FBI says we're here, we're here. Or did you never serve stateside? He, he just looks at them and he says, um, never had to serve stateside. But I wasn't talking about the FBI, the FBI when I mentioned who lets you have authority here. The UN's our authority. You should know that. He just grins, and about that point is probably when the text message pops up on his phone. So he like pulls out his phone and checks it in a way that they can't see, and he just says, Oh, shit. Looks like that's my supervisor. <laughs> so as you're walking, uh, or do you walk away from them? I'm going to walk and just kind of pull Theo with me so that I'm out of their line of sight, sort of at the back of the bus. So, like, if, if the bus is sort of, like, you know, at the end of this drive, I just want to make sure I break line of sight with them using it. Okay. Um, as y'all are going away, uh, you kind of hear them berate uh, the agent that contacted them. Um. You can't really make out the words exactly because they are speaking very quietly, uh, but you can hear like the angered tone and everything like that. And they go back to their vehicle uh, and they're moving it across the street. Uh, it looks like they are going to stay for a little bit. Okay. Are y'all going to relocate, or what are y'all going to do with this information? I have, like, my sixth dumb idea of the night. Um, you, just need, you just need to, like, get a... Um, I need a counter, really. You, no, you need, like, a wheel, like like they have on game shows. <laughs> just, all right, just have it gonna... in the background. <laughs> All um, right, dumb idea. This. All right. There's apps for that. There are wheel spinners you can create in your own browser and have fun. To explain, some of the dumb ideas I've had tonight include driving the bus into the house, um, <laughs> which I'm sure would have gone fantastically. Uh, but I didn't want to like up the chaos that much so soon. I mean. Um, I'm just going to text the group chat with Nat and Agnes when we're out of line of sight. And I'm just going to be like, a couple of military guys showed up up front. And they're looking pretty serious. You find anything weird in there? Y'all don't get any message. In fact, um, Natalia, you didn't even get the message that I was sitting towards the back of the house. So I don't even know. Yeah. 
And I think while Natalia and, uh, oh my God, what is your character's name? Agnes. Agnes, that one. You I should call me it. Aggie if you wish. Oh, that's cute. Uh, I think, yeah, her and Agnes are, uh, I think Natalia's just trying to keep her quiet while she's trying to, like, get in closer, because Natalia's good at sneaking. She's trying to try and get closer and try to get, like, a closer view and, like, hear more of what's going on. Oh, shit. Okay. This is off the wall. RPG. Um, The stuff that they have, like... The, the sensors that they were, you know, scanning with their phones, are those, like, staked into the ground? Uh, very much so. Um, I don't know if you would have ever seen this. Uh, I don't know if they use these in Canada, but uh, here in the States we use little wooden spikes that go into the ground, and all you see is, like, a little plastic uh, piece on the top. That's for, like, lawnmowers and things so that know not to, like, be careful around there. Um, that's for yeah, yeah. termites. It's like a termite station. So if you Google oh. if you Google a termite station, that's exactly what it looks like. But when they flip it up, there's like a little barcode there instead of there being a wooden stake. And when they scan it, you see stuff happen on their phone, but you can't. You're not. You haven't been close enough to actually like see what they're getting. Um, and then they seem to hit some buttons, maybe making notes or something, and then they go on to the next one. So they're scanning each of these. Um, but they're really they're really. It's about the the circumference of a coffee cup. Uh, it, it, a little bit smaller than that is what the, the top part of it is. Um, and then, like, it, so, I mean, it doesn't look that big on the surface. Okay. Interesting. Um, we have something similar up here, but they use it for, like, uh, marking gas lines and pipes and stuff underground. Yeah, we just use uh, plastic flags. Basically, we have a sturdier version of those for when we know people are liable to run over them. <laughs> um, so, funny thought. This house has now rotated like 45 degrees from what it was. Ish. Is it 45 or 90 degrees? I was going to say 90 degrees. 90? Yeah. That would I'm bad at math. It's fine. 90 would make a square, would make a diamond. Yeah. All right. Bad maths. Uh,. So, this is still, like, a functional house, right? As, as in, like... As far as it, you can tell, yes. This is a really bad idea. Please tell me you're going to try and drive into it. No, no. Um, I have a worse idea. <laughs> Is this all setting things on fire? Because I can help with that. Yes, actually. <laughs> Surprisingly enough. Um, does, this house, does this house by chance have a gas line that now has to be routed differently because it rotated 90 degrees? And can it be routed by one of those spikes? Uh, as far as you can tell, no. Shit. It, oh. it literally, like, the grass does not like there's not like a section that uh looks like it was obviously under a slab the grass goes all the way up to the slab as if this is how the house was meant to be oriented huh mm-hmm. i was just thinking like it if this house is suddenly in a new orientation and they placed these things i was wondering how 
how hard it would be to fake a gas leak. It's fine. I um, love the idea, but once... it just doesn't work. Yeah. Yeah. That's good. Um, in that case, second alternative. Uh, Setting the agents on fire. We'll call that plan like F. <laughs> <laughs> but it's no plan. All right, awesome. Because what I was thinking is light part of the house on fire and mm-hmm. require a firefighter response. Yeah, just cause problems. Uh, but that also feels a little drastic. <sighs> I don't light shit on fire all the time. It's fine. <laughs> <laughs> Jules, how are you the chaotic one right now? This never happens. Now, you do know that they're they do potentially have um systems in place to try and deal with a fire. So shit. Um how how effective they are gonna that, I mean the tactical guys. As long as the tactical mm-hmm. people are on site, uh you do know that they carry specialty um extinguishers. Uh, that are basically magical, sort of magical devices. Um, They want to keep the site secured. They don't want anybody getting involved locally. They don't want local police. They don't want local fire, local EMS. They are technically trained. Like, they have EMT kits on their vehicles as well. Um, Or should. Let me rephrase. Should. Um, One. Let me just double check my. Uh... Can I do something foolish? Please do. I'm out of ideas. Uh, one of one of the things on Theo's sheet is uh, opening his third eye, which, which he did in the uh, in the uh, on on the berry farm when he saw the right. berry guy. It's usually a bad idea for him to do that because he gets to see all kinds of invisible crap. Um. And on a miss, he's exposed to supernatural da- danger because, as, as it says in the playbook, unfiltered hidden reality is rough on the mind. Is but, this one of your? Is this one of your regular playbook features, or is this the your more weirdness? I think this is the more weirdness. I think. I believe it would be. Yeah. Yeah, it would be. Called it third eye. Yeah, here I've I've got it. Uh, here I'll post it in the thing. I think it's one of your playbook things because I don't see that on here. Okay, maybe it is a playbook thing. Interesting. There we go. I had just copied and pasted from the from the playbook when I built the character sheet, so so I would remember how things worked. Yeah, I think that's from the regular book. I like it. Um, I just want to make sure that I, I wanted to make sure that I had it in front of me as well. Uh, mm-hmm. It is on the. It's on the playbook. I, I'm looking at it right now. Okay, cool. My playbook PDF for some reason opened up and is blank, so that's why I am, I'm over oh, trying. To, I'm trying to get it to work properly, but um, apparently I don't need to see the regular book moves. <laughs> um, I trust you. you know. <laughs> it's fine. I trust y'all. I, I have the general moves that everybody can use. 
and the the keeper moves, but I do not have like y'all specific play. I also have the more weirdness open. Um, so um, here, here, my playbook says I get to carry a weapon that can slay gods. <laughs> Too bad gods don't exist. Oh, um, oh, yeah, that's a fair point. <laughs> So, remind me what I need to roll, because I've forgotten all that I used to know about the system. 2d6 plus, um... Weird. Or whatever it tells you. Three to, uh, three to bad situation, which is... Uh, sorry. I'm so many dice, why do I not have d6s? There we are. Okay. Well, 2d6 plus weird, that's... No, it's a sharp. Huh? It's, oh. uh, because you're reading about situation, it's going to be with sharp. Okay. Oh, it's a modified read bad situation. Essentially. Nice. I have a weird feeling uh, those kind of moves. Let's see. And I got an eight. Okay, so your little snippet here says that on you get a plus one to hold. Plus you see invisible things. Yes. What, what, what does a plus one to hold mean? I um, forgot. So um, basically, the, the the well, the way that they write it is like hold one, hold three. Um, it's something that you can use on a later roll to um, like you have one point basically. So you roll two d six plus whatever plus that. So okay. it's like a. Oh wait, or is this no? Hold on. I just shared what the holds are for the read bad situation. Or is it a hold a question thing? It's um, one hold can be spent to ask quite keeper uh, the following questions. If you act on the answers, you get a plus one ongoing uh, while the information is relevant. So you get a plus one reward. Then you act on said information. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So. The plus one is if you act on the information, and the hold is holding a question. So you can either ask one of these questions now or ask it later. Can I ask, can I ask what happened when the house turned? How did that happen? Uh, so the questions... There's actually a specific set of questions that you can ask. Oh, okay. Um, let me... They're in the uh, Google Meet text. Yeah, chat. I just shared them in the oh, chat. Okay. I was trying to figure out where they were. I was like, okay. I can, I can share it into the Discord if you oh, want to. It does not matter. Okay. As long as Jules can see them. Yeah, yeah. Jules, um, can you see it or do we share it to the Discord? Okay. I think I think what, what he'd ask is, what's the biggest threat? <laughs> so I'm going to oh answer God. this um, in, in two ways. So you see what's invisible. So you also see that there's a different house shape underneath the house that you can see. Um, it's older. And it, it looks almost like it's hovering an inch above the ground it's a ghost house not exactly it, it does appear to be very physical and very there it does not appear to be a ghost house 
it just seems to be a house shrouded. Hmm. Like something is protecting it. Um, and the biggest threat is the house. The biggest threat is the house. It's not the agents, it's the house. All right. I don't get, because I, I get in, in more information about like what in particular is threatening about the house. The house itself. Yes, but is it going to eat us or is it going to open up the earth and swallow us whole? Because I don't get much more information than that, do I? Not on this. <laughs> okay. Does it just have horrible land taxes to pay? Like, what are we talking here? Yes. Oh my God, my property taxes have gone up so much. I'm not thinking. It. <laughs> is there an HOA involved? Like. Yeah. <laughs> HOAs are terrible. I hate it. Is it the mortgage? Like, what's going on here? What are we talking about? Um, wait, is it just a mortgage? Is it actually a death trap? <laughs> Considering that's what the French term mortgage translates to, roughly. Okay. Um. <laughs> But yeah, if you if you act on that information, if you if you do any any roles in regards to the house, the house as a dangerous uh, entity, um, any of that type of stuff, then you'll get a plus one to the roll. Okay, cool. Is Crystal standing there with me, or or was he? Oh yeah. Off? Okay, okay. I can't remember if he was still with me. Okay, well. He's going to open his third eye, and, uh, which I don't know what that looks like to everyone, anyone else, if anyone else can even tell that anything is going on. I, th I think this is more of like a... I think it's more like a, like, like a meditation thing. Like you, you could see somebody meditating, but you don't see like what they're meditating about, if that makes sense. Like people can yeah. see that you're trying to do something, but they can't necessarily see what you're doing. So okay. do I see Theo zone out in, like, staring in the middle distance in the yeah. general direction of the house? Kind of slack-jawed and staring for a second. And then he's going to turn abruptly to you and go, there's another house under the house, and that's the big biggest threat. That's, that's the most dangerous thing here. It's like, it's like pulling on your, your sleeve. All right. Um... I don't know how that works either it's like mm -hmm. a ghost house underneath the other house in the same space i, I was gonna make a lord of the rings reference but we're past that now let's uh <laughs> let's read a book uh so i have both a lore library and a mystical library available to me um yep so i'm gonna go dig into the bus for a second and uh, I'd like to hit the books. I'd like to go to my lore library and see if I can find anything about f weird, you know... Me as the player knows this is more than likely some kind of glamour going on to, you know, disguise the house and all that stuff. But just looking information up on that from, you know, stuff Tara has gifted him over time and, you know, skimming through, seeing what could make a building into a big threat supernaturally and all this does is um when i hit the books take a plus one forward to investigate the mystery uh so i'd like to see if i can find anything out about like 
what could be causing this weird phenomenon of hovering house that is apparently the most evil thing in the vicinity. So it gives you a bonus to your investigative mystery? Yeah. Okay. Uh, go ahead and give me a sharp roll. Uh, that is a nine total. All right, so you get one of the investigative memory questions. Do, 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 do. Where's my cursor? There's the cursor. There we go. Also, I mean, we already know. I apologize for when I look over here, because this is where Google Meet is, so I need to drop information. I have to look over at this. Um... So we already know what's being concealed because it's another house being concealed. So let's go with um, what can it do? Ooh, that's a good one. Where's, okay. Sorry, I was trying to find my cursor. Um, <clears throat> if if you have the correct entity. Then this house can get up and walk on its own. Like Bobby Yaga chicken like house? Sounds, sounds about accurate. Maybe. So, yeah, I'm just going to basically be, like, <laughs> flipping through, flipping through, and it's, like, a combination of, like, occult tomes crossed with, like, old, old fairy tales, because he knows kind of that we're dealing with weird fae crap right now, and he's just skimming and skimming and skipping, and then he comes across just probably a picture of a Baba Yaga chicken hut-looking thing, with a description about it being able to move. And then he would probably just like point to a part that says something along the lines of um, known for disguising themselves as other places, basically. Uh, yes, that sounds like it exactly. I'm real excited. Uh, oh my God, girls. Jesus. <laughs> they don't like the chicken hut. Uh, do your characters specifically say Baba Yaga? I don't know that Theo would know Baba Yaga. No, and this is absolutely a thing where, like, Terra's his aunt. He's going to know not to say certain things. <laughs> and he's just going to be... Actually, it's probably a thing where, like, Theo goes to read it out loud and he just does... <laughs> around Theo's mouth for, like, a hot second, like, no, 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 we don't say this out loud. Whatever, you, then... whatever you want. I'm having a panic moment. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but then there's also a thing of, like, oh, shit, do the military guys know how bad this is? 
like that is the first ping that goes off in uh, his head. And he says, he kind of runs down the list of things and he's like, they probably know something is weird here. They might not know exactly what, hence the sensors, or they're just looking for changes, which is why the sensors are there, so that they know whether or not the thing's about to go off. And then he remembers, oh wait, two of us are in the house already. You yeah, also what know my sister. You also know that the, with the way that the agents are currently acting, it is one hundred percent that they have no clue what's going on. Like that, basically, they're here because of the haunted house that was reported and that is now gone. They were here because they knew that they were going to have to go all out to get rid of something that was just either demonically haunted or you know some kind of creature moved in like they they in their understanding believe that pretty much everything is sort of back to normal they just want to absolutely make sure three agents back over is basically like three buddies driving back over because somebody basically complained on the radio it's not like it's not even a full squad like what should be in that vehicle is closer to eight people okay so this is where i break character for a second and i ask jules do we do the sensible thing and call them over and tell them what the hell's going on and hope they believe us or do we do the fun thing and drive the bus into the house do the fun thing how do you even ask me that all right we're driving the bus into the house all right all right so you pop up on the lawn narrowly miss actually i'd like to do a thing where like he actually pulls out of the drive and stops blocking off the original van and makes it look like he's leaving because he goes down the block so that he can get the bus up to speed. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would like to just note that Agnes and Nat are probably just quiet as church mice trying to press up and hear what's being said by whatever we're hearing in this house all we know is that you know you guys potentially got eaten by baba yaga hut we're fine (laughs) oh wow so as soon as you're about to like impact the house the legs spring up and you drive right under the house uh and into a tree and i scream like that that's that's fine. The the bus can handle a mild impact of the tree. <laughs> but y'all inside, when the house stands up and shakes, the door comes flying open to where you're in. Things kind of go rattling around. Um, Do we feel the movement, the o- the motion of the ocean, so to speak? Like, <laughs> do, we feel, do we feel like a lift? Uh, not only do you feel a lift. Um, I'm actually going to need a... Um, Keep your call. An act under pressure to not roll out oh. into the kitchen area with her. Oh, um, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. By the way, y'all did silence your phones before coming in here, right? I don't think it's... Yeah. Uh, Agnes never takes hers off silent. Yeah, I think it's hers is always on vibrate. Okay. Um, as soon as the house stand up, your phones... Uh, your phone starts to vibrate, and then yours just kind of lights up a little bit. <laughs> so, so 
Well, if those Silter guys know something's wrong with the house now, right? <laughs> uh, a keep your cool is a, or a cool. under pressure is a cool, right? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Okay. Okay, that's a nine. I got a ten. Wait, nine's still bad. It's it's mixed. Uh, basically, on seven to nine, the keeper's giving you a, a worse outcome, a hard choice, or a price to pay. Yeah. Um, uh, not another price to pay. <laughs> so, I'm gonna give you two options here. Mm-hmm. One is that you roll out into the kitchen and she sees you and knows you're present or the house shakes and your quiver empties out into the kitchen. And not I mean, either... in distance of your hand. Yeah, I was going to say, either way, she's going to know my presence because... Um, arrows? Those arrows have been on Agnes's person all day. Your synth is all over them. Also, <laughs> yeah, it's... aren't some of them specifically built to deal with fey things? Yeah, but this probably is not fey. No, I mean, no, but... This, this does not scream fey, but you know yeah. what? You, usually the materials the used to deal with fey tends to hurt other things, too. <laughs> yeah, I know. But we're just going to take the worst option out of the two, but still manageable, and that is my quiver will empty out into the kitchen, nodding within distance of my hand. It's yeah. fine. I have a knife, and that's all I've got. I don't think Natalia brought any weapons. I don't think she thought of it. <laughs> <laughs> now that I'm thinking, like, did she bring anything? No. But I think what happens is, like, Natalia, like, is, like, you know, balanced because cat-like reflexes. And she grabs Agnes's, like, I guess, shirt because she saw Agnes rolling. But the quiver just empties out of the process because... <laughs> it, it has to. Something has to give. Yeah. I, I stopped you. I can't stop everything, okay? <laughs> no, it's fine. <laughs> and Agnes was flailing, trying to catch, trying to catch her own motion with... Uh, with uh, with Nat, actually, she'd probably just like grasp both hands onto the arm of Nat's hand that's holding onto her shirt, and that's how we get the quiver. Like the quiver empties out in the process. I would I would like to remind everyone, Jules encouraged at this course of action, <laughs> so it's not just on me. So the arrows don't just land in the middle of the kitchen; they as everything's kind of rattling around, her cauldron and her seem to be the only things that don't move. The arrows land perfectly in a wicker basket full of feathers and um, all different kinds of like, what looks like whole cinnamon sticks and um, just a lot of different kinds of things. They just kind of slide right in there. Oh, so they just blend in. It's fine. It's good. It's fine. Everything's okay. This is fine. Yeah, this is fine. This is fine. Uh, except we'd have to go in there for me to get them back. And, and I don't know if that's good. She starts going off in a language that y'all just don't recognize. Seems like she's angry. She's like stomping her foot. She reaches down into that basket and pulls out a feather. And you see one of the arrows start to lift a little bit before it drops back down. It's like the claw machine where you're just like, you're just like, <laughs> you're like, ah! And 
She okay. pauses for a second. And sniffs the air. I think that's when uh, Natalia sort of, like, tugs uh, Agnes back a bit, so, like, we can, like, scoot further in, and then mm -hmm. probably split up, because I think that's when Natalia's about to, like, go around into, like, another room. Oh, the room you're in only connects to where she is. Oh, okay. Well, uh, is it just the one door into, into the kitchen? Um... From what room are we in, by the way? This feels. This kind of sounds like a back entryway, like like um the back end of a house. So it's like one of the or the front end of a house where it's just the front, uh, like sort of entry causeway, and then it's directly into the kitchen. It's like the back door connected to the kitchen kind of deal. So like we're in the mud room essentially. Oh, there's no door to this. There's just a window. Yeah, that's what I was asking. Yeah. I'm like, what kind of room is this? Um, <laughs> kind of room is. Mm. Mud so, door. It's sort of a storage room. Okay. And it's kind of an odd storage room. It looks like it's mostly just for dry goods. Um, but there's a there's a very specific smell in here as well. Um, you've mostly been focused on her. Do 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 you want to take a look around the room? Yeah, I kind of want to do one of my moves. I want to do my trust my gut. Um, what is, where is it? Here it is. Because uh, I'm trying to figure out what to do next, so I gotta roll with weird. This is my weird move stuff, so. Uh, what is my weird? A plus one. How do I have a plus one with her on weird? I'm not gonna ask that. I, I should know. You're not gonna ask why Natalia is weird, really? <laughs> I'm surprised it's not a plus three. <laughs> Look, she's she's a mortal of the group. <laughs> she's like one of the mortals. I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, that is actually a eleven. So I don't think Agnes is immortal, but uh, wonderful to think that she is. Not immortal, but a mortal. A mortal. Uh, just one mortal, please. Sorry, what was this under again? It was uh, trust your gut. Do you want me to copy into the group chat? Oh, yes, please. Okay. I'm sorry. I know. I know exactly where my physical book is, and it's it's on the other side of the house right now. And um, it's okay. for those that are not aware, um, we are doing the sprint to T-Mobile switch, and they decided that our phones didn't need to be connected anymore, so we've been without service all day. Wow! I share in the Discord, or do you want to share in the chat? That's rude. Which is easier? Where do you want to put it? Either way. All right. Um, and you said you got a ten. I got an 11. 11. So, you realize that with her back to you, you may be able to slip through part of the kitchen. On the other side of the room, there are two doors. One that's on the same wall as where she's kind of cooking and working and then the wall that's directly opposite of yours there's a door that door is currently open due to the fact that the hut had to stand up is it the front door no uh there oh. is another room between um uh so this is like the back half of the house and that's going to be like a room at the front half of the house okay um 
but you do think that the door that you see through there is potentially the front door. Okay. And, and if I look out the window, can we see that we're at elevation now? <laughs> oh, yeah. No, like, you are... You're looking at, like, the middle of the trees. Oh, cool. Rather cool, cool, than, cool. like, the bottom roots. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Sorry. Damn it, Chris. <laughs> Um, anyway, you know what? This is fine. This is fine. Uh, so I think uh, once Natalia sort of like looks around and like checks things out, I think she's gonna look at Agnes and be like, and she's gonna point to herself and then point to the door across the way. And then without a second thing, she's just gonna start like sneaking over there. Yeah, Agnes, knowing uh, the entire issue with the arrows and thus noticing uh our fair lady, our, our fair lovely lady at the cauldron, is going to hide under, uh, hide hide a little bit further in the storage room, as close to the window as she can. Um. So the window is in the storage room. There's not really a rin- window in the kitchen area. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like hiding towards where she oh. got in. This would be so much easier with Polaris here, but it's fine. It's okay. Anybody else hear that? But yeah, no, Agnes is just was it a series Yeah. Okay. That might have been me. Sorry, I was moving in my chair. It's still there. It sounds like somebody's like hammering in the far distance. It's it'd be a cool sound in like a horror film. Like everybody's like, "Do you hear that? What's going on?" I think it might just actually be interference with one of us or something. I'm muting myself, so I don't know. Here, let's let's try it. Uh, let me let me try muting myself and see if that's. With three people muted, it's hard to tell. Um, I mean... It wasn't raining, because I don't hear it. Okay. Alright, I'm, t- I'm off mute now. Do you hear it? Yes. Okay, that is my roommate taking a shower. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so random. I, was, I thought I was, I, I can't even describe it. It just, it, I thought it was like a horror film happening and I'm like, just, <laughs> this is happening now. Like, <laughs> I'm surprised you could pick that up. Wow. I can't, I can't hear it. So I don't know. Yeah. I can barely hear it, but I thought it was just a mic filter thing. Cause some, yeah. sometimes mics just have those really weird, like sounds in the back. Yeah, so I I have to turn volume up in headphones because I, I sometimes have trouble hearing. So, um, yeah, um, that is fair. Also, thank you for the follow, uh, heterotic. I think I'm saying that correct. Um. So in this room that y'all are in the stock room, there is jars of. 
all different kinds of creatures. There's dried stuff. Like, there's actually... Um, all different kinds of stuff in here. There's different kinds of jerky, uh, animal skins. Um, there's, like, glass jars of all kinds of stuff, as well as, like, just... There's just a bag of some kind of yellow powder. Um, but it doesn't smell like... It looks like curry powder, but it doesn't smell like curry powder. Um, sorry, even with water, my throat is dry today. There seems to be a very strange odor uh, coming from this room as well. And then you hear what sounds like somebody firing guns. And the house sort of recoils and starts going backwards. And all that stuff in the kitchen that moved the opposite direction comes flying at y'all. Thanks. Do, do we need to roll another uh, keep our cool? Um, <laughs> or act under pressure other? You will. Um, somebody said that cool. they were huddling underneath the uh, window area, so... That's, that, um, that would be my dumb ass. That would be my entire dumb ass. <laughs> if you want to make an act under pressure roll to attempt to grab your arrows as they come flying by, you can. Sure. Otherwise, you don't have to make a roll. Um, okay. Yeah, no, I will attempt to grab as many as I can. Because um, these things aren't cheap to make. Because these are all handmade. Alternatively, um... No, that wouldn't really apply with the way it's written. Okay. Uh, yeah, so, um... An act I got an 11. Rate. Well, fine, then. Again. <laughs> <laughs> Stuff just, like, comes flying by, and you're like, whoosh, whoosh, whoosh. Light on our toes. It's plus cool, by the way. Plus cool? Yeah. Um, God, I am rolling like shit tonight. That's a six total with my addition, which is a, which is an eight. Um, you are also marking every time you fail a roll, right? Uh, yeah, I failed what? Two rolls this time around? I, three? I think you can also three. use a luck if you want to. Oh, true. If you wanted to use a luck point, you could use a luck point. That yeah. you to a seven. Do no, luck to... points actually get you to 12. However, there's a consequence. No, 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 no. That's a six natural. I have an eight. Oh. 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 Okay. Yeah, it's just I, I'm not breaching the above 10. I mean, that's that's not failing. That's that's intermediate. Failing intermediate. six under. Yes. <laughs> that's intermediate, like my entire university career. <laughs> Oh, shush, so is mine. You're muted, RPG. You're muted somewhere, because we can't hear you. Technology! Nope, still can't hear you. Technologic. Oh, I'm just gonna, like... Yeah, a musical interlude. <laughs> so, wonderful thing, uh, for everybody who does not know, I 
absolutely will probably reworkshop Agnes's uh, agency. But for those who are keeping track, her agency as part of the professional playbook in this in this world is called there the Fellows. Oh, yeah, can, can hear you. Yeah. Now. Say something. I know y'all can hear me. I'm just trying to figure out how this got rubbed to off. It's a magic touch. <laughs> Cat. Cat. There we go. Also, Morgan, that that musical interlude. Uh -huh. It's definitely the magic school bus theme. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, in the background, we've been having be a full Twitter conversation. Will this be a normal field trip with Chris? No way! <laughs> and you all crash in the intestines of Baba Yaga. All right. Um, I lost where we were. Oh, um, yeah, so y'all... Agnes... Agnes got an eight to catch arrows. So y'all see all this stuff coming by and there's this sudden thing of arrows and feathers and everything come flying by. So you get uh, two choices here um, because I can't think of something for each of those options. Um, When the house writes itself, because you took yourself out of your corner, you can roll out into the kitchen area. You've got your arrows, but she knows you're there. Or wait, what is the other kind of option again? So that's the price to pay. Mm -hmm. um, or the worst outcome is that you accidentally roll out the window. But you're out of the house and away from her. And I got my arrows either way, I guess. No, you won't have the arrows at that point. They'll still be up there. <laughs> you have backup arrows. Funny you think she carries a half-full cliver. <laughs> oh, I just figured you stashed something in, uh... Uh, no, I have, like, two arrows left. I mean, no, I have two. I, I only have two spare arrows at any given moment in that car. One, if I'm lucky. Oh, I didn't mean the car. I meant the, the underside storage area of the, uh, book bus. Oh, <laughs> That's only if Chris hadn't noticed her leaving those with her pencils. But that's all I'm going to say. Um, you know what? Uh, falling out of a window at this height probably is going to be far more disastrous than a witch knowing that she's there. And again, with the arrows being disturbed, the witch is probably going to smell them anyways. So, um, Nat, I hope you have gotten as far as you freaking can. I'm rolling into the kitchen. I'm paying the price. That's probably a good call. Happy GM noises. <laughs> <laughs> Um, I said happy. Listen, we don't want, we don't need an Agnes pancake on top of the school bus. 
It wouldn't, but the house might mistake you for an egg. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That was my one good joke for the whole series, y'all. If you missed this, this episode, you missed the joke. And if you catch this episode in VODs, we're sorry. <laughs> um. All right. Um, so y'all are looking up. You, you see the house kind of rock back and forth after you crash. Um, and then they decide they're going to start shooting at the house and then you see it like rock the opposite direction and, and rock back. And, um, you see Agnes kind of like flop by the window at one point. <laughs> so what do y'all do? Uh, I'm probably still screaming because we just, you know, ran the bus into the house. <laughs> Uh, or can, we see, can we see the thing's legs? Oh, absolutely. Um, the thickness of the legs is about double what the trees are. Mm -hmm. and, and we booped a tree. Um, the bus is still drivable. I don't think a tree of the size of which you posted would cause a bunch of an issue to it. Uh, I would hope. It's a hardwood, but Listen, you weren't Listen, you I, weren't I trying to ram to to destroy it doesn't take much to crash into a house like you would have to be going yeah no like, oh, just 50 miles circle. per hour um but at the same time like i've watched cars deflect off hardwood trees and be fine before it's it's fine <laughs> um buses buses are even hardier yeah it's a big boy i'm just gonna look at <laughs> <laughs> look at Theo and Chris's leg this is a point that kind of takes him back a little bit I would say because while he's not <laughs> faced a Baba Yaga hunt before he has faced weirdly large creatures at some point and this just kind of reminds him of a thing they did uh, overseas and he looks at Theo and he says so um you ever seen Empire Strikes Back? <laughs> yes. And then he goes into the, like, farther back into the bus, and he pops the back door open. And he basically says, all right, grab the winch. Because he's got a winch just for using the bus to pull other cars out of, like, mud holes and things. <laughs> you know, as one does, because, like, it's a bus. It's heavy. It can do these things. Uh, to answer your question, RPGR, no. We okay. have not said anything about what he's done overseas. I'm just backfilling this as like, uh, oh, he's probably fought an oversized creature before, and the people he was with were wild enough to try something like this, just because memes. Um, you gotta have a sense of humor. <laughs> so he's just basically like, all right, there you go. Mm-hmm. You drive and we'll give it a shot. And he just yes. basically <laughs> lets Theo take the wheel. And then he's just gonna prepare like the little the tow cable he's got for yoinking cars and things, and uh, we're gonna see if we can topple this thing. Yippee ki hey, Baba Yager. 
Chris sticker with Yippie Kaye Baba Yaga. So you think Yippie. it's gonna go down? Oh no, Jules! We lost the Jules. Must have just been a disconnect. Yeah. And now we're all funny looking on the uh, stream. Sorry, everybody, we lost somebody. Um, you're currently, Rainy. As you're dancing around, you're actually directly in her spot. <laughs> okay, there we go. There we go. And that was weird. It just dropped. Understandable. Internet does that. Ever find out? Gotta love it. So uh, you think that it's gonna take it down, but instead, it decides to try and use the bus like one of those toys that's attached at the ankle and like you spin it around and jump. Not the hopscotches. Oh. Yeah, Not the I couldn't remember what those called. Um, uh, so go ahead and... <laughs> Can I roll for bus vitality? Like... <laughs> sort of. Um... <laughs> You're going to use, uh, what was it? Um, uh, so we're going to use, yeah, that really wouldn't work here. So let's go ahead and use uh, the kick some ass move. Um, and you're basically trying to fight for control and not to be used as uh, a hop of scotch. That's 12. Uh, you don't have this as an advanced move, do you? Nope. <laughs> okay. Um, those are your options. What? You gain the advantage, take one forward or give one forward to another hunter. You inflict uh, terrible harm, plus one harm. You suffer less harm, minus one harm. You force them where you want them. Hmm. Uh, okay, so... Do we be... Here's the question. Do we be real petty? Or do we just be kind of petty? Because if we be real petty, I'd like the Baba Yaga hut to crush the SUV <laughs> that is now empty of military guys. Uh, since they're all outside shooting. I, I'm, I'm, always, I'm always for high petty. I didn't say they were petty. all outside shooting. I will say can, that. Can, can we say that they are all outside shooting? Because I'd rather not cause a casualty. I would just like to wreck their car. <laughs> Yeah, sure, if you really want to be that petty. Yeah, like, I, I'm not, as a player, I'm not intending to do these NPCs harm. I just, not I want them to have to walk. <laughs> That's all. Uh, but yeah, if we could just topple the hut onto the SUV, that would be lovely. <laughs> also, I'm sorry, you two. so I'm gonna cut to them right quick let them do a little something before the house <laughs> topples over again on them 
uh, or topples <laughs> around on them. Um, so. Uh, which knows where, who I am knows where I am because I have rolled right into her kitchen. Right into her workspace. So at first she doesn't notice you. Um, she, at the same time that you're rolling in, she's actually walking into that front room um, and she's like shaking something in her hand um, at, at, at the guy shooting up at the house. Um <laughs> And when she walks back in, she looks right at you. And in English. Are you supper or are you breakfast? Breakfast? We'll need to fatten you up a little bit. Going to need you to eat a little bit of this. And she grabs a soup bowl and pours out what looks to be some kind of potato soup. There's some celery and um Looks like some uh, chunks of ham. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's disgusting. Potato and ham soup? That actually sounds really good, not gonna lie. I mean, it sounds good, but like, also like, at the same time, if it's very gloopy, it doesn't sound very good. I mean, if it's potato soup, then like, it's gonna It's be potato gloopy. soup, yeah, but potato soup isn't supposed to be super chunky. That's when you go into like, cheeseburger soup territory, where you thicken it up with flour. But I don't mean to disrespect man, the, 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 the kind ladies' um, <laughs> soup choices, uh, but Agnes is just going to very carefully take the soup bowl. Uh, does this smell like that weird curry? No. Curry powder? Okay. I think Natalia's like on the other side and just sort of like just shaking her head like, don't eat it. And is there anything around me that I could like possibly chuck at the lady? I mean, there are some like sticks in here. Um, there's also a couple of like brooms and materials to make some uh, old-fashioned brooms. Oh, I just wanted to throw something at the back of her head to distract her. <laughs> yeah, there's well, a lot of dried things in here. I mean, like there's chicken feet. There's. Um, I need something hefty, just like a good, like... Broomstick! 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 That's not... I mean, I can throw that. A jar of preserves? Yeah, like a jar, like a jar of preserves. Like, oh, there's, like there's a jar lots of jars around, yeah. Yeah, like a jar full of something that is questionable contents. And I think, yeah, Natalia's gonna take it and just try to chuck it at the back of her head, just to distract. Okay. Do you want to do this as a, a kick-some-ass move, or do you want to do this as yes. protect-someone-move? Ooh. Mm. Well, they both roll with tough. And they both can do damage. Yeah. But protecting somebody, uh, the moves on it are all impending danger is now focused on you. You inflict harm on the enemy. You hold the enemy back. Things like that. I want to do that. Okay, protect someone. Here we go. Yeah. I never can convince somebody to take the protect someone role, so I'm excited. 
I mean, this makes sense, though, that Nat's doing this, though, because, like, Agnes has two of three options, and one of them is eat the soup, the other is drop the soup, and the third is throw the soup in the witch's face, which will not be a good idea, because she is directly within witch claw. So... I don't think think this is a night for good ideas. So, I failed that roll. However, I'm going to actually spend my first luck point, so... (gasps) Oh, no! Not the drawbacks, but it makes sense. Okay. Continue on. So, um, you protect them. Mm-hmm. You'll suffer some or all of the harm they were going to get. Um, Come at me, bro. And uh, you get one of the following. So, uh, you suffer little harm, minus one harm. All impending danger is now focused on you. You inflict harm on the enemy, or you hold the enemy back. I want to say that um, all the danger is now focused on me. Okay. Um, you're actually only going to take one harm. Okay. Um, but it is going to make you a little bit dizzy, and you have a little bit of a stomach ache. Wait, what did she do to me? How did I get this harm? So as soon as you hit her in the back of the head, what exactly happens is there's this little purple wisp that, like, the only reason that y'all now see it is because it kind of, like, does a fast and furious, like, drift maneuver (laughs) right in front of Agnes and goes straight for you. And whatever it was, was meant for Agnes. And now, she's focused on you. Looking right at you. Yeah, I think it did make me do like a backflip and like land on my stomach. Like a big old flop. And then she's just, just, Natalia's gonna slowly just start saving. I'm just like, come on, bitch. Is that all you got? (laughs) And then she's gonna just run into the other room. And at this point, y'all start falling forward. Well, Agnes is sort of the side. Y'all go through the kitchen area to that front area, and the wall that you hit is sort of soft. And there's now a crushed van underneath (laughs) y'all. I shouldn't be so happy about this. (laughs) And she's a bit rattled. She's not looking happy about this. Um, But there are side windows uh, that are in this front room um, that are reachable if y'all want to try and get out those windows. Yeah, um, Agnes is going to... uh ditch the soup. I'm pretty sure she ditches it anyways because of the falling. But grabbing what arrows she can from, you know, the whole entire thing prior to rolling in. She's going to head for the front room and try to scoop up Nat. Well, I mean, the... Depending on how it actually lays. Like, if Agnes can't, like... If Agnes is actually, like, walking on the wall that was suddenly vertical and is now horizontal with how the house fell, 
what she's mainly looking for is uh, trying to get herself and Nat to an accessible escape route. So you're you're standing on the side wall. Like if you stand up, you're side you're standing on the wall. Um, mm-hmm. You're in that front room now. Like it was yeah. a nice little fall through. Um, but yeah, so y'all want to try and make it out that side window? Yeah, I think uh, Natalia's gonna see Agnes, see that, you know, Agnes is standing and basically just start pushing her towards the window and, like, going right after her. And if anything, we'll also do the two-handed push on the butt thing to push her out the window if need be, like... (laughs) Touching butts, yeah. Touching butts. (laughs) This is all of consent. This episode, queer logging and touching butts. <laughs> I mean, honestly, though, uh, Agnes and Nat's moment of longing was not just grabbing Agnes by the shirt and trying to keep her from rolling out with her arrows. It, it's funny because looking at two perspectives, you know, Natalia's just trying to make sure that like she doesn't leave, and Agnes just looking at her like, oh, I see. No <laughs> <Okay>. kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, bless these, bless these two sapphics. <laughs> Y'all get to the window. Oh, yeah. As you're climbing out, you can hear her clambering up after you. And that's where we're going to end this week if y'all want to give your outros right quick. <laughs> Save orders that start, I'm guessing. Yes, please. Hi, hello. Um, tonight, uh, I was Rainy, as always. She, her. I was playing the ever-wonderful and uh, ever-focused, I guess, Agnes Wolf. She is the professional playbook. Um, yeah, that's about it. You can find me here at Twitch, uh, uh, twitch.tv slash RainyKeys and at RainyKeys on Twitter. Oh, it's me. Uh, uh, (coughs) Sorry. Uh, My name is Jules. I played Theo. Uh, My pronouns are she, 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 her, and his pronouns are he, him. You can find me on uh, on Twitter at SequelPie. You're muted, Morgan. You're muted. Good. You know, I'm just going to keep talking and eventually it'll just come back up. <laughs> um, where was I? Hi, I'm Morgan. My pronouns are they, them, she, her. I play Natalia. Uh, she, her pronouns. Uh, you can find me at all the socials at Serena Basis. I do a lot of tabletop stuff. Just find me there. See my stuff. See my very long pin tweet. <laughs> and uh, hi, I'm Eric, aka Eldritch Crow, on Twitter and on Twitch. Uh, on Twitch, it's with two W's at the end. Um, I do a bunch of tabletop things. You can also find it all in my pinned tweet. My pronouns are he, him, as are Chris's. And this is Routes Unknown, a part of the RPG Hour Studios. You can find us uh, pretty much if you search RPG Hour Studios, you can find the podcast on your favorite podcatcher. Um, And then this will eventually end up over on uh, YouTube as a backup. 
um, and check out the new hangout place, gilded.gg uh, slash uh, RPGR Studios. And until the dice roll again.